Hey there, movie lovers. It's Overthinking Movies again, and I'm your overthinking host, Brandon Hain, as always, with another quick review of a new release. This time, it's The Conjuring. The Devil Made Me Do It. Or, basically, The Conjuring 3. Like many movies today, The Conjuring is a cinematic universe, housing not just The Conjuring movies, but also five other horror films, three of which are Annabelle movies about a creepy doll who was introduced in The First Conjuring. However, unlike, say, the Marvel movies, you do not need to see the other films to understand or enhance what is going on in The Conjuring movies. Honestly, Conjuring 3 is pretty understandable, even if you haven't seen the first two, but I would recommend seeing Conjuring 1 and 2 because they are much better movies. That isn't to say Conjuring 3 is bad, it's definitely not, uh, but I would say it's only pretty decent. It's a sequel that does a sufficient job of following up the first two movies, and it doesn't just rehash the same story, it's different enough. It once again follows Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga portraying real-life ghost paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren with another story based on one of their real case files, this time set in 1981. At first, the movie seems pretty typical. It's them once again trying to exercise a demon possessing someone. However, the movie thankfully changes things up by making this story more of a paranormal detective investigation spanning a couple different locations. Was this boy possessed by a demon, or was it something else entirely, something more sinister? And as they try to solve this mystery, Ed and Lorraine are put up against their most terrifying and disgusting villain yet, the American judicial system. Well, I will say that the conclusion of what actually happens is a kind of predictable and formulaic. The mystery did keep me decently engaged throughout the whole movie, and the acting from the entire cast was really strong, just like the first two movies. Like, not just Ed and Lorraine, but the kid being possessed and the family, they're all very good. Now, the movie's flaws are simply the flaws of most movie sequels. By that I mean, it tries to be bigger in scope and be spookier than the earlier movies, but the problem with that is that horror movies become less scary the bigger they try to be. It doesn't help that the movie is full of loud jump scares, which goes against what I found effective about The First Conjuring, which was that it relied on subtlety. Quiet sounds in the distance, creatures encased in darkness so you can't quite tell what they are, and just long stretches of quiet and tension. Now, Conjuring 3 does have moments that capture that same unnerving tension and darkness, but the majority is very loud and predictable, and carried pretty much entirely by the performances and the mystery, which thankfully I found strong enough to at least support me to the end. If you enjoyed the first two Conjuring movies, and feel like checking out a pretty decent, if weaker follow-up, The Devil Made Me Do It is an alright way to spend an evening. Just don't expect to remember it that long after seeing it. But honestly, after what I and I assume many of you have been through in the last, like, year and a half, seeing another spooky ghost movie that was alright was honestly kind of refreshing. Even if the horror kind of feels a bit quaint at this point. I wonder if my experiences with chemotherapy would make getting possessed by a demon feel not so bad. Like, ooh, I'm gonna make you fatigued all the time. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm, I was fairly used to that. I'm going to make everything you eat taste like bile. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was pretty much how it was. Maybe I could just exercise the demon myself by just boring it. <laughs> 
But anyway, I hope my review was helpful. Conjuring 1 and 2 are currently available on Netflix as well as HBO Max. And The Conjuring The Devil Made Me Do It is currently playing on HBO Max until July 4th. But you can also find it in theaters if you feel safe enough to go to your local theater. And by all means, if there's any other movies you'd like me to cover just to hear what I have to say or if you'd like to hear a recommendation, please send all feedback and suggestions to overthinkingmoviespodcast at gmail.com. For more episodes of Overthinking Movies as well as the other podcasts made by my team of talented co-workers, head on over to goldhitswkva.com, star967.com, and WCHX1055.com. We're also everywhere you can basically find podcasts. Spotify, I believe we just recently got added to Google Podcasts. Uh, Pretty much anywhere you want to look. Just search Overthinking Movies on Google and you'll find us pretty fast. That's a wrap.